Welcome to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast, presented by Dr. Bill Hostler on subjects affecting leaders across a wide array of venues. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 72, that David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. That is our goal. Stay tuned for words of encouragement about what it means to be a leader who exemplifies integrity and skill in the home, the workplace, the church, and the community. Podcast number 19, What Do Leaders Do? Part 1. How many times have you heard the saying, everything rises and falls on leadership? Do you believe it? It is easy for us to say that everything rises and falls on leadership, unless, of course, it's talking about us. The moment it hits home that we are the person in the leadership position, it is easy to begin to make excuses for things not happening as they should. We may blame the board, the parishioners, the pastor, the location, the building, the weather, the deacons, the CE staff, the district, the denomination, our co-workers, corporate, marketing, etc., We don't like to think that we may be at fault. After all, we are working as hard as we know how, and the Lord knows we don't want to do anything other than serve Him. How can we be at fault? However, sincerity and godliness alone do not make a leader. So what is the difference between management and leadership? Management and leadership are terms that are often used interchangeably. In a very simple explanation, leadership decides what needs to be done when, and manager sees that it gets done and how. Leaders set the basic direction and philosophy for the organization, while management sees that the directives are carried out. But in most organizations, especially the church, the person in charge needs to be both the leader and the manager. The pastor definitely needs to help set the direction, but because of the lack of staff, he also must help in seeing that specific steps get carried out. Even though you may need to wear both the hat of a leader and a manager, I want to focus in this segment on the subject of leadership. While not having the luxury of only leading, you need to do the work of a leader first. You need to be the pace setter and the direction pointer for those who are coming behind you. You must focus on the route and, of course, of action your organization will follow. Without clear direction, organizations, churches, and businesses get off into the weeds and take a number of rabbit trails. So, given your task with moving your team forward, what is it that you should be doing? So, what do leaders do? If you are in a position of leadership, there are certain types of work you must do, and there are some basic characteristics you need to manifest to be a successful leader. Let's focus on the types of things that leaders do. This is an overview of the things a leader is responsible for, does not necessarily do them all, but sees that they get done. A simple acrostic can help us. Just think of the word polo. Plan, organize, lead, and oversee. Depending on the size of your organization, your leadership work will find you doing some of all four. Failure in any one area may cause significant inability to move forward. Where you are going starts with a vision or direction. Some call it a preferred future. It is like setting your GPS to the place you want to go and then getting the steps to get there. 
Without the future location, your GPS will not work like it was designed to work. So in your organization, someone or some group of people need to plan where you are going. Once the group knows where they are going and what they will be doing, someone needs to organize things. The organizing may be getting the necessary staff, be they paid or volunteer, deciding how to publicize what we are doing, setting up the envelope stuffing teams, etc. Some people put leading right after the planning process, but I think leading is required when things are in place and someone needs to lead the charge. Yes, leading is required at all phases, but someone needs to assume responsibility for moving the team forward. It was Moses who led the children of Israel into the Red Sea, and it was Joshua who, at the front of the organized nation, told the priests to go stand in the Jordan River before it opened up for them to get across. Someone needs to boldly say, it is time for us to move forward. And the fourth phase is that of overseeing the entire project. This may be the hardest of the four phases. This phase requires us to go back to make sure that what we said we were doing, organizing for, and leading is actually getting done. Doing all of the work and not getting results is frustrating and disappointing. Don't expect what you don't inspect is a good rule of thumb for this phase. Without a vision, the leaders wander. Without organization, the team gets confused and climbs over one another. Without a leader, the group does not move forward together, and without oversight, necessary work may not get done or not be done correctly. If you are a leader, you need to focus on POLO, planning, organizing, leading, and overseeing. These are all things a leader needs to do. In future podcasts, we will look more in-depth at each of these four areas. And this is Dr. Bill Hostler thanking you for listening to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast. You can like me on Facebook at Dr. Bill Hostler and get my podcasts on the web at keyministries.net. <laughs>